Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. Thank you for listening to one of our great messages. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Tonight is called Let's Repack. Well, we've been doing the Born Identity series, and, and if you haven't been doing that, it's okay. Don't feel excluded. It's, we've been learning all about who we are in Christ. It's been pretty intense. Like, some of it's quite confronting, and, you know, some of the questions I thought, oh, goodness me, like, I've got to, you know, think about my weaknesses, and, and oh, you know, so it, it has been quite confronting. And, and when I was praying about this message, I really felt the Lord was saying, you know, there's there's all this stuff that we're dealing with. There's these deep questions that we're answering about ourselves. And there's stuff that's just sort of like sitting on the top now. And what do we do with it? So it's going to be a very practical message. You know, there's bits and pieces. So what are we going to do with it? I'm going to share a little bit of my story with you tonight. So I just want to pray. And I really, if I cry, I'm just going to have to deal with it. It's just me. And and uh, I just, I have a massive heart for you guys and um, I've been praying for you all week and, and thinking about God doing cool stuff in your lives tonight and, uh, and I want to see us go forward and I want to see us flourish and not be held back and so let's just pray and if you, if you really do want that, you want to see God do something in your life tonight, then just pray with me, you know, it's beautiful how He hears us and He knows the desires of our hearts, so let's pray church. Jesus, you are absolutely incredible. We love you with all of our heart. We thank you for the opportunity that we can come to church tonight and worship you in spirit and in truth. And Lord, I pray for every single person in this congregation tonight, Lord, that that you would see their heart, that you would hear them, Lord, hear their heart's desire, and that we would see people set free tonight. We would see people go to new levels tonight that they've never been before. Let us do this together as a family, Lord, and we welcome you into our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So I have two friends, and one of them, whenever they go on an adventure and a journey, or she's sort of out of her comfort zone, she always takes Vicks and a handkerchief, and she, if she's you know, feeling out of her comfort zone, she'll lay there and she sniffs her, her Vicks on her handkerchief. I tease her about it. It's okay. And, <laughs> and then the other one is she has a, a white noisemaker. You know, they're like, and she just takes that wherever she goes. If she sleeps somewhere different, she takes it with her. And, and these are their comfort items. And, you know, some things are, are so comfortable to us. We, we need them so bad that they actually become a part of us. And, and that's what I want to talk about. You know, if this is what I feel the challenge. If This is what God said to me. If I was to take you, Candice, on an adventure... And we were going to go and and discover who you are in Christ and we're going to pack our bag and off we go. What is your comfort item? What are you putting in there? What are you actually carrying around with you? And so I'm going to get real tonight and to tell you a little bit about my story. Um, These are the three things. What have we packed as our own comfort item? I want you to think about this tonight. There's actually a piece of paper on your chair. There's a pencil it is practical. I want you to really ask God and, and write it down. We all have them. 
You can pretend you don't, but we do. (laughs) We've all got something that has snuck in, into our bag. We carry it around. It is a part of us. We're so comfortable with it that we don't even want to think about what life would be like without it. But I actually want to just like, I just want to kick that away tonight. And I want to see us just go to this whole new place. For me, it has been rejection. Um, I came from a family where my mum and dad um, separated when I was um, about 11 or 12. My father is addicted to drugs and he still is, but he's an awesome, awesome man. I love him so much. But yeah, it was a bit rocky. It was a horrible divorce, but I see them now both so happy and I love that. That's, that's really cool that it's, that got sorted and, and I feel incredible the journey that God has taken me on. And it's a real thing. It's not, you know, oh, she's talking about divorce and her dad, oh, she's going to break down. No, do you know what? I've had so many times of, of just being before the Lord and, and letting him heal me. And sometimes I would cry and I didn't even know why, but he just has slowly, piece by piece, just been healing me and healing me and taking me through bits and pieces. And, and that's what I love about him. He's such a gentleman and he wants to do it for all of us. It, it doesn't hurt when he tries to, to deal with our stuff. He's so gentle. And so I came from this family where, you know, my, my dad left and he's still doing his own stuff. And, and so there's a little piece, you know, a little piece of rejection snuck in. And, and then I went to high school and I met my amazing husband, Luke, who led me to the Lord. It's a bit of a cute story. Thank you, Lloyd. And, um, and he did. He told me about Jesus and he had to go on. He moved to a different school. So we were there for a while together. And then he moved to Greenpoint Christian College. And I was left in my public high school, fresh Christian, so like, Jesus is awesome, everyone, running around like a crazy woman, love it. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I got a fair bit of bullying. And um, I, they would, oh, people can be horrible, can't they? But I've been seeing the coolest stuff from Narara Valley. Someone, one of the, the people that was actually at our school got saved in our church recently and he's you know, coming to this church, I just go, "Mm, all those prayers and who cares if you copped a bit of bullying, you know. Um, But they would, they would actually put pictures up on the walls about me. I remember going to class one day and I found a stick figure on the desk with this, it was a girl and she had all of her flaws, like totally, you know, elf ears, hairy arms, duck feet, anything that they could pick about me was on there. And all I had to do was look at this stick figure and I knew instantly that it was me and I just as I did, got home and bawled my eyes out. I was in high school. And, um, and what else? They stuck notes on my back and didn't know that it was on there and they'd have a giggle. And I got excluded from parties. That, was, that sucked. But then I got included in parties, but then like rumours got made about me. So that was cool. And then, so all of this stuff happened, you know, all these bits and pieces. And I didn't realise, but it's just heaping on, heaping on, <laughs> little bit by little bit, this rejection's just heaping up and heaping up. And until I didn't even realise, it actually just became so comfortable to me that, that that's, that's what was in there. Yeah, that's what I'm carrying around. Like, You know, it was, I I dressed, and this is nothing to say about anybody who prefers to dress a bit like a tomboy, like that's awesome. But for me, I knew specifically what I was doing. I would wear just all boys clothes and like fool you. People back in the day would remember these big cargoes and skate shoes and I had my hair down. I had a big beanie and boys jumpers and and I just hid, you know, I just just hid. If I can just be a boy, 
you know, my maiden name was Revo, um, Reeves, and everyone called me Revo. And if I could just be Revo, and if I could just be one of the boys, then I didn't have to think about emotion, and I didn't have to deal with what was going on inside. I just carried my rejection around with me, and it made me feel comfortable. So deal with it, you know? It was like that. And um, we, all, we all have stuff. We all have stuff. So let's keep thinking. Um, there's so many things. There's so many things that sneak into our bag. So many things that sneak into our bag. And I, and I just think about, you know, you might, it might even be yourself. It might be people you know and they carry around maybe, maybe a victim mentality. Maybe you've actually had a really, really horrible life. And maybe, maybe there's a reason why you feel like a victim because you were. I'm not at all saying, oh, toughen up, deal with that. Everybody has a story. And some people here may have experienced a horrible life. And that victim mentality has stayed and, and it's subtly in your bag and it's weighing you down as you walk along in this journey. Some of us may have a really negative view of ourselves, self-esteem or self-worth. And it doesn't matter how much you hear that Jesus loves you, there's just something that's just on your back and it's just right there. And no, you don't understand, Candace, that's so comfortable for that to be there. I don't want to touch it. You don't understand. I'm not loved, I'm not, you know, and it's just in there. It may be comfort in chaos. Maybe you came from a very chaotic family and maybe there's, there's actually, there's comfort in drama and, and things being out of control and, and if all of a sudden something's peaceful, that's quick, like it might not feel comfortable to you. There might be a never good enough attitude. It doesn't matter. I, don't, I know that Jesus loves me. Or maybe you don't even know that yet. Well, he does, <laughs> let me tell you that. But maybe it's a, I, I, you don't understand, I'm never good enough. I, I try and then I stuff up. And then I try and then I stuff up. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> I stuff up all the time. <laughs> and this is the stuff that I want us to think about tonight. There's these things that are in our bag that just don't belong there and it makes me angry. I've been praying so much. I think, you know what? That stuff does not belong there and it bugs me. And I look at you guys and I just think you are just such incredible people and I just want us to get rid of this stuff tonight. I want to see you go to this, this new place in whatever it is, in your dreams and, and your callings and whatever you want to do in life, you feel like God's told you. I just am so passionate about it. Maybe it's unforgiveness and bitterness. I have been there. I know what unforgiveness is like and it is horrible. It eats you from the inside out. It, 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 you, you think about nothing but that person. And if they're happy, well, then you're not happy. It's so horrible. It's just ugly. I don't want anybody to have to deal with that here. It's bitterness, anger. Maybe anger snuck in over the years. And like I said before, maybe for good reasons. Maybe stuff really did happen that made you angry. But it's just, it's just creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. And before you know it, it's actually a comfort to you. And you don't want to let it go because who am I without that? That's who I am. Maybe fear. Fear's a massive one, isn't it? So we could achieve so much more if we didn't have fear weighing us down. It's crazy how much of that can just sneak in. What about a control freak and being scared to let go? Any of them? No, don't put up your hand, I'm kidding. But I know there are. It's, it's horrible. Think, no, you don't understand. I have to do it this way. It, it, letting go and just let go and let God get real. It has to be all ducks in a row and just letting smash it. It's awesome. 
or I'm just, that is huge, especially in young families. I have a really big heart for that. No, you don't understand. I'm just a mum. No, I'm just a housewife. I'm just a dad. I just provide for my family. That is incredible. I am not at all saying that that is not incredible. One of the most incredible, important jobs ever. But if that's all you think, no, I can't. I can't. No, God wouldn't want me to do anything else. I'm just that. That's not true either. He's got so much in store for us. So much awesomeness. The I'm just is sneaky. Watch that one, especially when you start having children. The good thing about a comfort item is that it keeps you comfortable, yeah? And the bad thing about a comfort item is that it keeps you comfortable. (laughs) We're not going to go anywhere if we keep it there. We're just going to keep piling it up. We need to stretch. We need to move on. We need to go to a new place. We can sit and we can do the same old, same old, can't we? But who knows, it gets boring there. I do. So what I want you to do right now, and I know that this is confronting, but it's coming from somebody who cares. (laughs) It's coming from somebody who's been there and is still walking a journey and still, you know, and it still creeps up for me every now and then. If I don't get invited somewhere, I think, that's because I'm rejected. That's because they don't like me. And then I think, no, I'm not. Off you go. (laughs) And then I think, okay, great, have a good party. That doesn't mean that at all. It's... It's sometimes it is a daily walk. Sometimes it's an awesome off you go, God just heals it then and there. And sometimes it's a choice for us, isn't it? And so I want you to, with your pencil, start to write some stuff down. You will know, because do you know how you know? It's when something happens and it's almost like you're prodding a bear and you'll react. You know those moments <laughs> when somebody says something and then you like, nah, nah. And you think, oh, and they're like, whoa, (laughs) why did I react like that? Because there's stuff going on. There's stuff going on. What have you got in your bag? What are you keeping in there? We've all got it. You're not alone. I'm still on my journey and I'm loving it. He's so gentle. Number two, when you write it down, feel free to write down all three if you need to. Would, this is a big one, would God like it being in your bag? (laughs) Let me tell you straight. If it's a burden, if it weighs you down, if it robs you of joy and life, if it's a lie, if it affects how you see God or others, if it stunts your growth or blocks stuff that he has for you, awesomeness that he has for you, then the answer is no, he doesn't want it to be in there. Any of that stuff, if you feel like there's something blocking you, if you know you've got this thing that's just been in your bag for so long and you think, I've really got to deal with that, but you've never really known how, this is the stuff that I'm talking about. The answer is no. He doesn't want it in there. He's so beautiful. He wants so much goodness for us, so much freedom and joy. And it's weird, isn't it? You see the movies, you hear people talking, and it's just so not who God is. I just think sometimes, you know, we think, no, I've got, you don't understand, I have to do this or I have to do that. No, he just wants to look at you and go, I just love you so much. I'm proud of you right now. I'm proud of you right now. Even if you haven't done anything, he's just proud of you because he made you and he loves you and all he has for you is goodness. You know, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I love that. 
Ephesians 4, 24. I'm just going to go through some Scriptures, church. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from Him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. There is so much that He has waiting for us. And do you know what my dad used to teach me as a little girl? He would say to me when when people were mean to me, he said, Candice, if somebody gives you a gift or they try to give you a gift and you don't take it, then whose is it? And I said, well, it's still in their hands. And he said, exactly. You don't have to take what people are trying to give you. If someone's trying to put you down, if someone's trying to tell you you can't do this or you can't do that or this, this negativity coming at you, don't take it. Put your hands by your side, stand in Christ and go, I don't have to take that. It's left in your hands, not mine. Snap and you can walk away. <laughs> you know, you don't have to take that. Do you know this exactly the same thing, church, about God? That He has so much for us and He's there like this and we can do exactly the same thing walk away or we can go awesome you're the best God I'm running with this thank you so much and just living a full life a life to the full in Jesus he has so much for us it's totally your choice whether you're going to take it or not take it take it take it Jeremiah 29 11 for I know the plans that I have for you says the Lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Doesn't sound like a God that's got bad stuff for us, does it? Sounds like a God that's just got so much cool stuff for us. Number three, what would he replace it with? Okay, so some of us hopefully have written down our comfort item. Would he like it? And we've realised maybe he wouldn't. What would he replace it with? This is what I imagine. Okay, so... Jesus is there and he's like, hey, Candy, do you want to go on an adventure? And I'm like, yeah, hang on, I've got to pack my bag. And I'm like, okay, I've got to get my hair straightener and my mousse, like curly hair. People were like, yeah, we totally get that. And we're packing and, and oh, hang on, Jesus, i just got to pack my rejection. Like, and I imagine his face looking at me and just smiles and says, hang on a minute, <laughs> and goes and grabs a whole bunch of acceptance and a whole bunch of love and a whole bunch of just awesome God stuff and just goes, there you go. You take that instead. I'm just going to smash that rejection. It's like that for every single one of you, every single one of you, whatever it is on that piece of paper. You're packing that bag with Him. You want it. He wants to take you on an awesome adventure in life to find out who you are in Christ, to find out what you're going to do and, 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 and what He's going to show you and to bless you and... Are you going to go back and, I just got to, can I just grab my fear? Hang on. I just don't feel right without it. No. I've got to get rid of that stuff. Acceptance, love. What would he smash and replace for you? Let's repack. Let's repack. Ditch all the stuff that's holding us back. Let's ditch it. We've got to face it sometime, don't we? We have to face it sometime. We can keep going our whole life with it in there, but but we're just not going to get anywhere. We're just going to walk around with that comfortable. It's not even comfortable, really, is it? 
I was just going to be able to say that comfortable bag, you know. It's not, it's not comfortable. I was not comfortable being rejected at all, feeling rejected. It was very uncomfortable, but I felt like it needed to be there because that's just what I had experienced. I don't know who I am without this. No, no, I'm, you know, so much cool stuff. Let's repack church. Let's repack as we find out, we can, as we continue to find out, I should say, who we are in Christ. Matthew 11.30 says, For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. It's not a heavy burden. It's, it's beautiful. He's, he's such a beautiful God. I just want to tell you a story, and it's from Matthew chapter 4, verse 18. And it says, One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore, the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called to them, Come, follow me, and I'll show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. And a little further up to the shore, he saw two other, he saw another, two other brothers, sorry, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father, repairing the nets. And he called and said, Come to me. And they immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Church, notice that it says, left their nets at once, leaving their boat and father behind. Their whole identity was in being fishermen. Like, how weird would that be? Like, hey, Candace, leave your chalk and your blackboard behind. What? I don't, I, who, who am I? Or picture yourself. Leave the, just not your children, let's be, you know, but leave the title of motherhood behind or leave that you're the joker behind or if that's something that you use to protect yourself, whatever. But imagine him walking, I'm going to leave it behind. He wanted to give them a new identity. They could have taken it with them and had awesome fish breakfasts every morning, I reckon. (laughs) But he didn't. He said, leave it behind. I'm giving you a new identity. This is who you're going to be now. I went from Revo. I'm not even kidding. I was at a youth conference and he actually said to me, I don't want you calling yourself Revo anymore. And I want you to go around and tell your friends that you're not Revo, that you're Candice. You know how embarrassing that is when you're a teenager? Hey guys, (laughs) Um, can you not call me Revo anymore? Everyone was awesome though. They're like, great, cool, whatevs. It wasn't a big deal to them. But to me, I was so embarrassed that that was the start of my transformation. So many walls came down. I am not, I'm not this rejected person. I am Candace, the daughter of the King. I am loved, I am accepted, I am forgiven and I have a beautiful life ahead of me. And I do, like it's, it's so beautiful. Let me tell you this church, I'm almost finished. Whatever you've got written down on this piece of paper, I want to replace it with this, loved, accepted, worth it, more than just, image of God, glory of God, more precious than rubies, son, daughter, more than a conqueror, an overcomer, free, forgiven, a new creation, God's masterpiece. And God changed a person's name in the Bibles because He wanted to give them a new identity. It happened so much. Abraham, Sarah, Jacob, Simon, He changed so many of their names. It was incredible. There's so many more examples. Where we're going, church, let me encourage you, don't bring it with you. Don't bring it with you. Leave it behind tonight. Let's make a decision 
to leave it behind and pick up all of the good stuff, to stand before Him and go, you know what? I'm gonna choose to take all of the good stuff and I'm gonna leave that stuff behind. It may be a daily walk. It might not happen straight away, but I'm gonna choose daily to keep on going. I am an overcomer. I am forgiven. I am loved and to keep on going. And you know what? Find a friend, someone that you trust. Be accountable to people. Come on, if, the, if something comes up and you go, oh no, I've been rejected. Uh, I have a friend. And I go, did I make that into a big deal? Yeah, cool. I'm loved, I'm accepted, I'm still going. We've got to do this together. Do you know Phil Pringle shared about the big picture timeline? And he said that God sees us like up here, like even when we're back here and we're like, oh, you don't understand, I'm this and that. And then God's like right up here going, no, you are awesome. You're gonna do this and you're gonna do that and you're gonna be so blessed and you're gonna impact these people and you're gonna be the most incredible mother and and you're not just gonna be a dad, but you're gonna run this and create that. And He sees us from right up here, but we have to see ourselves like that. We have to know that God is for us, church. Don't hold on to your stuff. Let's repack. Let's repack. I'm encouraging you. I'm urging you on as somebody who's trying to unpack myself daily, walking with Jesus. Let's repack. Let's get rid of the stuff that holds us back. And let's go for it. Let's go for it. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.